If I were to ask you which type of exerciser are you, what do you think your answer would be? Well, I've discovered that there's five types of exercises, and today I want to introduce the different types of exercises so you can get a good understanding of where you are in your fitness journey. So last year, my book, I Will Make You Passionate About Exercise came out, and in it I introduced the concept of the four types of exercises. And since that book came out, I've actually discovered there's actually a fifth type of exerciser. But I suppose a really good question to throw at you right now is, what type of exerciser are you? Now, as I ask this question, you may be thinking to yourself, Beth, I don't know what type of exerciser I am. So that's why I want to introduce these categories to you. So let's break it down. The first type of exerciser is the non-exerciser. This is somebody who's doing no exercise in their life. And when we look at the habits of the non-exerciser, first of all, they have no exercise routine. They often feel they don't like exercise or have an identity that they suck at exercise. They often have not prioritized health and fitness in their life for a long time. And then when we look at the effects on their life, there's this cost of not having exercise in life. So ultimately, their health and fitness is going in the wrong direction in their life. So that's the non-exerciser. This is probably the person we really want to help most in society because these people have massive negative long-term effects of not having health and fitness in their life. The second type of exerciser is what I call the yo-yo exerciser. And we see this a massive amount in the fitness industry. The yo-yo exerciser is a person who has sometimes has a moment of exercise and then falls away from exercise altogether. So they yo-yo in and out of exercise. Now when we think about the yo-yo exerciser, there's a massive problem. And the massive problem is they never actually get the long-term results that they want. Like they might get moments. And when we look at the yo-yo exerciser, they're the kind of person who loves a 12-week challenge. They love an eight-week challenge. They, they'll sign up for every challenge. And sometimes they do really well in those challenges. And they may even get results. But as soon as the challenge ends, they end up falling away from that habit and ultimately end up where they were at the beginning of the journey, if not in a worse place. Now what's really interesting when we look at a yo-yo exerciser in the long term, a lot of yo-yo exercises as time goes on just become a non-exerciser. And one of the reasons is because when you have a yo-yo experience where ultimately you don't get the long-term change that you want, you get a bit despondent and you get to a place where you just think, what's the point? So you give up on exercise altogether. So while the yo-yo exerciser may sometimes get the rewards of health and fitness, they may sometimes be absolutely in love with exercise, they're not actually creating the long-term habit. So when we think about the five different types of exercises, the non-exerciser and the yo-yo are the two that we're trying to move people away from. The third type of exerciser is what I call the habit exerciser. Now the habit exerciser is somebody who's got a, a really good exercise routine in their life that they know that they can trust and they can do for a long period of time. Here's a really good example. The habit exerciser, when they go away from holiday, when they get back from holiday, they know exactly how to slot back into their exercise life after their holiday. And this is because they built the framework in their life that means they have a habit of exercise in their life. So it might be the planning around their timetable, it might be the social connections they have with exercise, it might be that they go to the same place all the time. They've kind of built this habit in place. Now for me as a fitness professional, the habit is the minimal level that we should be aiming to get people to. Because if you're in the habit place, you're getting lots of benefits of exercise. But there is one massive problem with the habit exerciser. Often, the habit exerciser 
is actually not getting the results they no longer desire. And I'll share an example. So I've worked at a gym for over 20 years now. And I've had members who have been coming to my gym for that time, pretty much the whole time. And actually I had a lady come up to me about 10 years ago and she was a regular member. She was at the gym four or five times a week. I'd seen her there for 10 years. And she said to me, Bevan, I want to lose some weight. I'm just sick of being overweight. She was maybe 5 to 10 kg overweight. And she said, I'm sick of losing weight. I want to do something about it. Now, I wasn't offering to PT her or anything like that. But she was just telling me about this, about this. Well, it's been 10 years later, and she's still the same weight. Now, the thing about this lady is, she's turned up three or four times a week for the last 10 years. But nothing's changed. And one of the biggest problems with the habit exerciser is, often they're just doing what's comfortable. Now, I'm not saying they don't train hard. It's not that they don't do things that are challenging within their workout, but they're just kind of doing the same thing over and over again. It might be the same classes each week. It might be the same type of workout. It might be the same thing in the weights room. Now, I'm talking in a gym environment, but this is in all areas of fitness. These people have a really good habit, but they're no longer stretching themselves with their exercise. They're not trying new things. They're not pushing new limits. They're not developing new skills. So while this is a base level, it's a good level for people to have in their life, Ultimately, it's not achieving the best place that fitness can bring you in your life. And that takes us into to segment number four. And segment number four is what I call the thriving place with exercise. So the thriving place with exercise is when you are actually growing in ways that are expanding you as a person. So it might be that you've, you know, you're a gym goer and you sign up and you do a half marathon and you start a running journey and you, you train like you've never trained before and you're doing a program, you get coaching and you're stretching yourself and challenging yourself in ways that you've never done. Now, when you're in a thriving place of exercise, you get the most amazing rewards of exercise. You get fitter, you get leaner. You get mental toughness, you feel amazing about yourself, you open up possibilities, you get much better results from the time you spend training. Now when we look at the difference between the habit and the thriver, why is it that so many people aren't thriving? Well ultimately, thriving is hard, but thriving is uncomfortable. And a lot of the habit people have lost the uncomfortable part of exercise to their life. So when we think about the, the four levels that I've introduced so far, we're trying to get the habit person to have the moments of thriving in their life. Moments where they're trying new things, where they're challenging themselves, where they're working on their mental strength and so on. So they get a higher level and they evolve themselves as a person and they get much better result. Now, in my book, those were the four levels that I introduced, but recently I've, I've kind of thought there's actually a higher level than thriving. Because when I think about thriving, when you look at people who've been exercised for a long time, they often switch in and out. So they have moments of habit and moments of thriving. So you might have a really good base routine of going to a gym, and then a couple times a year you do some cool events that make you go to the thriving place. Now, that's a pretty cool place to be with fitness, but there is one more level. And the last level is mastery. Mastery is when you're somebody who spends a long time in a fitness activity where you're evolving the whole time you're in it. And I, I suppose for those in New Zealand and those who know about rugby, a great example of that is Richie McCaw. Richie McCaw was arguably one of the greatest rugby players in the history of this sport. And from the moment he started being a professional athlete right to the moment he finished, kept evolving along the way. 
And he didn't just get a little bit better and have moments where he went a little bit forward. He was evolving the whole way in his journey. And even in the latter part of his career, he was often the most fittest in the fitness testing, even as he was probably one of the older athletes in his team. Now, Richie McCaw was mastering his sport. From day one to the moment he retired, he was always mastering. And when we think about mastering, it's a lot of the activities we have when we're thriving, it's just consistently staying in that place over a very long period of time. And I'll be honest, some fitness activities don't have the ability to master. So for example, if you go to a spin class at the gym, you know, it's a workout, it's a great workout, but there's no real mastery of it. There's no real major long-term skill development. Whereas if you were to do, let's say you did karate and you start out at white belt, then there's this kind of skill development pathway in front of you. So some activities are more mastery focused, whereas some activities sit more in that habit slash thriving place. So when we think about the five different categories, what were they? The non-exerciser, the yo-yo person, the habit who's maybe not getting great results, the thriver and the mastery, where do you sit in your fitness journey? Now, as I said before, at a minimal level, we should be aiming to be at least at the habit level, but I like it to be habit and thrive, and if you want to be the ultimate person with your exercise, getting to mastery is a phenomenal place to get to. So think about where you are in your fitness journey, and if you are below those levels, which are at least a bit minimal, what do you need to do to get to the place where you've got a good exercise habit in your life so you get amazing benefits for the long term?